voices in the hallway. Voices that seem to come from nowhere. Alone at night, there is a feeling that something or someone is near. Where can you go? Who can you turn to? Para-X Radio and the all-new Para-X Vision can help. Our knowledgeable host and expert guest can help you find some answers and take a glimpse into the unknown. Para-X Radio and Para-X Vision. Programming for the open mind. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. This episode of Inside the Goblin Universe brought to you by SeatsLink.com, the complete ticket experience. Use promo code GOBLINS with your purchase. SeatsLink.com. My name is Sherry DiBenedetti, and I'm from Ghost Hunters, and you're listening to Inside the Goblin Universe. Hello again, Goblins, and welcome to another edition of Inside the Goblin Universe. I am one of your hosts. My name is Ronald Murphy. I am the other host. I am Sir Brian Bowden. Sir Brian, guess what? what? We have a new home. We do. Look around. It is a different place now. It is excellent. It is one of my favorite places that I've been for quite some time. Yes. And it is Para-X Radio. Who would not want to set up shop at Para-X Radio? I, I, I'm so thrilled and ecstatic that we are here. It's a great network. They're global. It's awesome. We're going to knock it out of the park. We're going to get a lot of our UK listeners back uh, um, on listening when, when it was it's being broadcast, so it's going to be great. It is going to be great. And some of the nicest people to work with as well. 100%. They are very, very nice group here at Para-X. Uh, a lot of great radio hosts, great radio shows, and I can't wait. And a lot of great radio guests, which uh-huh. leads us to this very, <laughs> very show. Now... Us being new here to Para-X Radio, I thought, who could we get as our very first guest to really, you know, knock it out of the park, as they would say? And only one name came to my mind. And you know what name that is, don't you, Brian? Oh, I definitely know that name. And I'm I have thankful. Had, I've, yep, I've had a para crush on her now for probably <laughs> a little over a year. It's Sherry DiBenedetti, none other than, from TAPS. Sherry, how are you doing? I am doing great, thank you. Fantastic. I think you're here, huh? (laughs) (laughs) It's been longer, but I don't want to, you know, seem very, very bad. Um, So, so Sherry, let me ask you a couple questions, and and I'm just going to come right off firing at you right now. Uh, How did you get started in the field? What made you say? I think I'm going to get into paranormal uh, investigations. Well, there was um, a long story with it, which I will cut it very short. Um, you know, growing up, I always, I always had all these things. You know, you see things and you, you hear things, and, and I kind of always ignored them. Up until um, about in the 90s, I actually lived in a house that kind of became haunted. It was fine in the beginning, and then all of a sudden weird things just started happening. All right. What part of the world were we talking about? Where are you out here? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Okay, great. Yeah. And, um, I, well, I grew up in New York, and which I had things going on, but just that it, this 
specific um, experiences in uh, Massachusetts. And um, there was, like I said, all these crazy things going on um, in the house. But this one particular night where I, I came home, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, I came home and I just got into bed and all of a sudden um, something grabbed my, both my ankles and held me down, uh, you know, my legs down. And so when I, was, I tried to get up to see what it was, they grabbed my wrist and put my wrist down to the bed. And then I was trying to yell out. I was living with my parents. So I was trying to yell out and um, to my parents. And, um, and then they put, their, they put a hand over my mouth. And, and then, you know, just kind of like push my head down to the bed. And again, there's nothing there, but you can feel the fingers. You know, you just felt like a hand, you know, going over, going over everything. And then all of a sudden an apparition appeared on the, the, uh, the end of my bed. And it was actually a doppelganger of my boyfriend at the time. Wow. And, um, yeah. So, you know, for a split second, I was thinking that he was there. You know, I mean, it was just, it, it was, there was somebody, you know, standing there. And, um, and then once he started coming over to me, I noticed that he didn't have a face. So everything else looked exactly like him, like his hair, um, the clothes that he was wearing, the body shape, everything. So, but once he started coming over, I can, I noticed that he didn't have a face. The face looked like, um, like if you're, go outside like midnight and you just see like the, the distance of the sky that dark with the stars you know like that's kind of like what his face looked like wow. and um, so he just kind of leaned over at me and and uh i don't even know how long for you know i mean you you think it's forever but it could be a few seconds so i don't really know how long for but then he you know got back up and then just started walking towards the door door opened up he left and then the door shut behind him and then everything was lifted off um that's now, what freaks me out how old of a person were you <laughs> what how old of a person were you how old were you when this happened um oh god you're trying to get my age aren't you um, I would say... I'm not going to ask the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, well, we're not going for years here. But now you're wondering how old I am. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I was, uh, I'd say, mid-20s. Mid-20s, great. Perfect, excellent. Yeah. Okay, so 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 moving on. So you're in your mid twenties, um, but no, no, right? I'm, I mean, moving on, not concentrating on the age anymore. Moving on to this yeah, yeah, yeah. exact incident. Um, now, looking back in retrospect, you know that you're not that twenty year old girl anymore. What do you mm -hmm. make of it? Um. Well, yeah. So I never actually was able to go back and investigate because once I started actually becoming investigator, we were already out of that house. Right. Um, but now that I think about what could have been happening in that house, um, I think because also my mother had, um, had a lot of stuff going on in the house and she actually had her own ghost that, that, that she saw all the time. Um, and you know, they were two different, they looked two different, um, ways, you know, mine was, uh, with my boyfriend and, and hers looked like, uh, Oh God, I can't even think. I can't think right now. But somebody else. Um, so my thing was, well, is this a doppelganger that you know he's just is one person, and then he's just looking like you know whoever whoever it is, or were there two ghosts there, or, or what was going on? I'm not I'm not really sure. 
Um, but I seem to think that we brought him in from somebody else. And again, it's a long story of why I think this. Um, but I think that we brought him in um, because eventually he he took off to go somewhere <laughs> to go somewhere else. Um, yeah, it's a long story. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's actually where I started doing the whole. You know, I need to know what's going on. What is you know, and right. and, and are we going to get hurt? And you know, just so that's what made me start doing all the investigations and and um, yeah, I don't know. I just that's what kind of got me started well curiosity got the cat at this point because mm-hmm. you, you have this experience and what i like about it is the fact that you're you're, you're mid-20s you're, you have more of a rational mind if this was if this was when you were nine or eight or whatever um you were still playing okay. with uh you know your imagination could be playing tricks on you um but mm-hmm. did you ever bring this up to anybody when you were working with taps and see if they were interested in investigating or pursuing this just to get you know kind of like um, get a little, you uh, know, well, answers is, from it. That was way before, like, I really knew of them. Oh yeah, but I'm I'm saying that down the line, like you know, so well, I know this place, and I had this experience. I'm sure everybody there, you know, after an investigation, you're, you're probably sharing, uh, especially the early years, you know, some yeah. war stories. But I I would be intrigued to go back. I mean, that would be something definitely worth you know investigating at that point. Yeah. Um. I, I did send um, a little note to the people that were in there, but they never responded back. So, um, <laughs> can I come and investigate where you live right now? So, you know, um, yeah, so I, I didn't. But no, you know what? We all, we all have our experiences. Um, and I mean, there's just so many amazing places you can go into that, honestly, I wouldn't care to go back now oh yeah because um, i've moved on yeah I, I kind of i've moved on from that but um but yeah oh yeah we, we have a lot of stories amongst all of us. <laughs> <laughs> so so how did you bridge from being uh an experiencer uh to be an investigator how does that happen how does one end up uh being pinned down on your bed to the next moment uh being on you know a, a nationally syndicated or televised uh a ghost show how how do these things happen um well after i have um you know, went went to go do a lot of homes between like family and friends and get the word out of uh, because I did start my own um, group way back then. And my whole thing was that I whatever I experienced, whatever I learned throughout this this whole thing, that's kind of what I wanted to um, do was to help other people that had this experience because of. When I was going, what I was going through and what my mother was going through in this house, um, I would have loved to have somebody come out to my house to see what's going on and if they could stop it or if they could help us, you know, figure out what the heck is going on. Um, because I know how frightening it was. Um, I mean, there was days where I wouldn't even go into the house. It was just, I'm not going into the house and I would, I would sit outside in, the, in my driveway waiting for my parents to come home to go into the house with them. Like, that's how afraid I was. And, yep. and um, so it's kind of why I got into it was to just now help the people, um, you know, figure out what's going on and, and just making people more comfortable in their house, um, you know, so they're, they're not 
afraid. So, you know, so we started the group um, and then, you know, just did it for years. And and um, and I eventually I became friends with uh, Jason and Grant and all them. Um, uh, just going, you know, going to events and stuff. And um, we just became uh, really good friends. His family, my family, uh, we just, you know, we just got closer over the years. Um, and then, I don't know, you know, I, I mean, I talk to Jason all the time, so he just happened to say, do you, you know, uh, you know, you want to come on and everything else. And so, you know, I did the whole interview with everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, but like I said, I, I knew them prior to, so, um, you know, with, with our personalities and, you know, he knows how I investigate. He knows who I am, how I am. Uh, you know, I get along with everybody, <laughs> you know, and I just, I just do my job. I love what I do. And, and, and so he knows. And, uh, so rest is, uh, that's it. That's the history, I guess. Well, it, it's definitely a, a great way to start off. And it's also, you know, get some great experience. Um, how many years were you doing this prior to uh, ghost hunters? Um, well, I, I mean, starting to um, do all this was in the 90s. So um, probably around like the mid-90s um, is when I started to actually um, get into it. So um, when you were doing that, did you have some experiences that blew your mind? I, th th there's a big, dif yeah, there's a big yep. difference between what the, you know, the comments always are, oh, they never really find anything. And, and until you've actually gone out and investigated, I, I've investigated, the chances are a lot of times you're not going to find a thing. Um, but sometimes you hit the jackpot, and it can be an amazing jackpot, like, wow, this is great, and it also can scare the hell out of you. So, yeah, see, that's a good question. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. What are some of the, your favorite places that you've investigated? Um, you know, have you had an investigation where things were jumping from the moment that you went in there? And if so, why does these kind of things happen? Why do some people investigate and nothing happens, and then other times you can go into a particular place, and it's like the perfect storm of paranormal activity? Um, boy, that's, that's a lot of questions. In the list. <laughs> it is. Let it sit there. We only have one question in 27 parts for you. That's how inside the Goblin oh, universe works. Yeah. Um, but okay. So, so what is your, where's your favorite places to investigate? Well, just, um, so you guys know for the longest time, I did a lot of residential um, I did a few commercials here and there. Um, there's really not that many huge places I've been to um, because that was my main thing, was going to residential homes and helping them. That was, that's what I did. Uh, when I went to these bigger places, it was always, you know, events and stuff. And, you know, when you just do events, it's obviously, depending on the place, um, sometimes, sometimes you get stuff, sometimes you don't. Uh, just because there's so many of you, um, you know, so, it, so it's kind of hard. But, um, you know, of course, not Washington. <laughs> it's one of my favorite places yeah, that's to go. that's an event coming up. That's an event coming up. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're definitely going to touch on Mount yes. Washington. Um, that, that is an amazing place. And wh why not? Yes. Let's, t let's touch on it right now. Why not? Because uh, if you're having some uh -huh. great experiences there, it seems like the group goes there yeah. quite often. Yes. Um, 
I I mean, I don't even know the first time I went there. It's forever ago, but there's there's always always things going on there, and um, you know, there, there's so many different places that you can go to between you know the attics and the, and the rooms and stuff. And we we just had so many experiences there, and everybody that I even talked to, like every single person, always has something going on. Um, whether you're being touched or felt or you hear things or, I mean, no matter what it is. Um, and those are usually the places that I like to go to. So if I have to do an event or if I, you know, if they ask me to do an event, I always go to places that I definitely know that stuff is always going on. You know, who wants to go to an event <laughs> that nothing's going on, you know? So, um, it's just, it, and it's an amazing hotel. I mean, it's just beautiful there, you know, to begin with. Um, but yeah, so that is actually coming up in a couple of weeks and, um, and I, I talked to my agent earlier and he said that there are, you know, still tickets left. So great. Yeah. If one would want to accompany you, uh, how does one go about getting the tickets? They're, um, well, they're all on my, um, site, whether Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, um, all my all my, um, what do you call it, taglines? I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> all, all that information is exactly the same as at Sherry Marie 826. Um, S-H-A-R-I Marie, M-A-R-I-E 826. Um, and, you know, we, I, we're, I'm always posting stuff on there um, for events. And um, so, yeah, that one's coming up April 13th for the whole weekend. Um, there's going to be, it's, you know, there's, I had like a meet and greet Friday night, Saturday night's the investigation. And we're, we're just going to, um, there'll be like five places or six. I don't even know. Uh, there'll be quite a few places though, um, throughout the night that, um, everybody will be able to investigate. Uh, Jason Hawes, um, Steve Gonzalez, uh, Dave Tango, um, trying to think, uh, Porter and Stephanie Burke. Um, we're all going to be there. Wow. Yeah, so it's definitely, yeah, so it's definitely yeah. a good group um, that'll be there. And it's, definitely it's, it's a ginormous hotel. I mean, it's 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 yeah. actually magnificent. And if you if for anything yeah. besides meeting all these great people that that you've seen on TV and and you're going to investigate ghosts, you should just go for the view alone and breathe fresh air for once. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we're going to take all these links and we're going to put it on InsideTheGoblinUniverse.com for all our Goblin okay. listeners as well as our Facebook page. Um, we have a couple different uh, pages and groups, so we're definitely going to share it so people can run out and get those tickets. I mean, it's coming close, people. Uh, don't pay your taxes. Mm-hmm. Go to Mount Washington. No, oh, this would be a nice uh, a nice little uh, Easter gift, you know? Put those tickets yeah. right in the basket. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, particular location, uh, the geology of that location could have anything to do uh, with the hauntings? I mean, because we're talking about a lot of granites up there, and uh, uh, there's a lot of theories that suggest that hauntings are manifested uh, through environmental conditions. Do you think that's a possibility of what's going on up there? Um, you know, I do. I think a lot of, you know, different energies are coming through, obviously, with with you know, what, what the buildings are built on and, and all of that. I, and I do, um, you know, but I also do believe that ghosts are everywhere. 
You know, I get I get messages all the time. You know, oh my God, you got to come here. This is the, the most haunted place. And oh my God, you got to come here. This, you know. But the truth is, is that people have died everywhere. So there, <laughs> there's, you know. So I just think, but it definitely, it does help. Supposedly, it does. You know, with all of that energy, it helps them manifest and can help them. You know, give them energy. So. Oh. Are, are you 100% wedded to the idea that all hauntings are related to a deceased human being, or could hauntings be something else as well? I mean, is it possible that we're dealing with some sort of um, elemental uh, apparition, you know, something that's, you know, a part of the natural yeah. world? You think it's, this is all uh, has to do with somebody that was here and passed away? Uh, no, I don't believe that at all. Like you said, like the elemental, I, I believe in that. Um, and even, you know, our, our, I, I am very spiritual, so this is just me, but, but I believe in, in angels and guardian angels, spirit guides. I, I believe in all of that stuff. So I, I believe that they're there also, which they've never been, you know, some of them have never been down here before. Um, so I just believe that there's a whole there's a whole bunch of different things going on. Right, right. And, so, and, <laughs> and speaking yeah. of spirituality, and not to get us into the same problem we had at Ocean State this year mm -hmm. um, about protection, Ron, control yourself. Yeah. Um, uh, I I know that when we go out and investigate, we definitely say uh, prayers. We do Saint Michael, our fathers. Uh, there's holy water involved. There's ohms we're burning. Um, you know, uh, white sage. What do you bring something like that with you before you go on an investigation? To protect yourself, just in case. No, I don't. Um, I don't bring anything um, with me. I don't wear anything. Um, I do say my prayers, you know, and I do ask for protection from my angels. Um, but that's that's kind of pretty much all I do. That's good. Um, you know, I, when I sometimes sometimes when I leave. You know, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when there's groups around here um, that I investigate with, I help out with a bunch of groups in the area. Um, some of them do kind of, you know, different things. So whatever they do, I kind of just, okay, well, I'll do that too. You know, and they, they do this the sage spray, you know, over you where right. they have like the, the sea salt and stuff. But I don't, I don't do it all the time, though. I'm more of, you know what? My protects my my protectors on the other side. You you know you can help me and and all that. Um, you know it's kind of one of those. What if one night you don't have anything and then mind over matter? You don't want to be like, oh my god, I'm gonna yeah, <laughs> I'm, no, no. I'm gonna have a, a demon with me. You know. Yeah, that. But, I I just think that because you're a spiritual person, you you're always for it. It's we call it protection, but you're always protecting yourself. You're right. always you know. Your belief in, in, in a higher power, your belief in the angels and, and, and the guardian angels, mm. that is your protection. I don't necessarily, we don't necessarily need the, the holy water or the sage. It's just, I think when you surround yourself with white light or, or positiveness mm -hmm. and your, your faith, that is better protection than anything else. I just, right. I, I, I worry because I've met several people recently that uh, are getting into the field and they're going in there to provoke pe uh, these things and they think it's a joke. Um, and I've seen, mm. I've seen things that have happened to people that thought it was a joke and 
they were turned really quickly that it wasn't a joke. So I always right, wonder what, right. what people do to protect well, themselves. Right, which led me to the question I asked her, did she believe that all these are just uh, uh, disembodied human spirits? Because you could also be talking about uh, demonic forces at play as well. Right. Um, you know, I always tell people that, you know, when they go into places, they have to, it's, I mean, just imagine, you know, you're going into somebody's home. You know, or, or just imagine somebody else is coming into your grandparents' home. And would you want somebody to disrespect your grandparents or, you know, or be rude to your daughter? Or, you know, like these people, you don't know who you're talking to when you go into a place. So you just speak with, you know, just respect and everything else, just like how you do to a, a real-life person. Um, so, yeah, it gets, it, it's, it's annoying hearing these people that just go in there and, and just be rude. But um, because, you know, a lot of times, a lot of the ones, most of the ones that I go into, it's, it's because, again, I do a lot of homes around here. It's usually the loved ones that passed away, you know, which, which a lot of them are that way. And it's, you know, they just, they just want to come in. They want to say something to them. They want to relay a message or, or whatever it is. Um, you know, so I always tell people, you don't know who it is, so don't be rude to them, don't be inconsiderate, like, just, you know, that's, you know, and half the time, because it's their grandparents or, or whoever, it actually makes them calm down, they're, you know, they don't have that, that stress, that meanfulness, you know, right. I mean, it's just, um, It's kind know, of reassuring, I, right? It's, it's like a reassuring it, thing when you know... Grandma or grandpa or it's, mama, dad. It's, com- it's very comforting, right? It's, it's comforting. They're watching over me. They're protecting me, and it's just them, and all that. Um, you know, I just, I, oh God, I, you know, I have like so many things to say because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no, and I'm just trying to think of all the yeses, but and it, and it, um, this is what I like. See, when, when you know the group that you know you went with and and taps and everybody around taps. I find are very compassionate people. Um, they seem to put themselves with people that are, are of the same elk and they're kind, they're, they're respectful. And it's not a movie thing. It's not just for TV. This is how people are in life. And we, I mean, when we met you, everybody uh, you know, that we've met from TAPS, fantastic people. Um, so, I mean, having you go up there, I know that the respect is going to be there. Do you think, um, given the size of, of that Mount Washington Hotel. Do you think that aided to the fact that there's also that many spirits there? The sheer energy from every individual? Um, I don't think so. Um, you know, I mean, I just, there's certain reasons why some people are down here and some people, you know, and some aren't, whether, you know, I mean, I guess there's, there's just be so many reasons of either, you know, they're either tragic and they just don't have to stay right don't know how to move on or they don't want to move on or they don't even know that they've passed or I mean there's, there could be so many different things um, you know and it's hard to say because I don't really know how many spirits are up there all I know is that when I was there we had good experience um, but I don't really know how many there could be five just running around be like three people um, given, given, <laughs> given the fact that you've investigated there before do you ever um come back to a familiar spirit uh ones that know that it's you or you have that sense that you know like i'm talking to the same one i talked to the last time 
or they welcome you. I've seen that a couple of times when you go into certain places. I was wondering if that ever happened. Yeah. Um, you know, I rarely go to a place a couple of times. Um, and usually I don't. Um, but just those couple of places, uh, that would, that answer is no for me. Um, however, I would like to go, uh, when I go back to Mount Washington, I, I will um, go up there and try to see. There was, it, it was amazing. There was one time, um, it was uh, my, now my ex husband, um, and I you know, went up there in one of the attics, and whoever was there was only having a conversation with us two. You know, we were, you know, we were like, okay, can, you know, can you touch us? And it was touching us. And I, I mean, it got to be so normal talking back and forth that we were joking around, you know, like with it. And, and he would, she would be touching my husband's hair at the time. And I'm like, well, listen, you can have him, but can you touch my hair? <laughs> like, you know, we joking around, you know. Um, but once other people started coming in, because we were just in there alone, but then other people started coming in, um, she, like, left. And so, and then we had to go into the corner, and then we found her again, and then she would only talk to us. If somebody else asked questions, she wouldn't answer. But if, you know, if we, if the two of us asked questions, she would answer. That's, like that's, it was, that's a yeah, cool Like, experience. she got used to us, and she was, you know, comfortable with us, but everybody else, it's kind of like, you know, they were, she was scared of everybody else. Yeah. So it would be kind of neat if, you know, if I do go back there one time, uh, you know, this, this upcoming, um, event, just to go and see if that person still is there. That'd be great. Like, this is probably like over 10 years ago, you know, that this happened. So yeah. And ghost touching. You see, I really want to get up there right now. <laughs> well, you know, when we're up there. I, I do. And then I wouldn't have to worry about all the aggravation of going to court over a restraining order. So I think that this is going to be a great thing. <laughs> there, there we go. And, and it started. It totally started. Um, let's move away from restraining orders and let's move to equipment, maybe. Um, do you, I was just going to ask about that next. Yeah. Well, that's because we have the same show. We're kind of like married, but like uh, eight that's hours right. apart. Um, <laughs> or my wife thinks we're married. So um, basically, <laughs> is there is there like certain equipment? I mean, there's some new stuff with the with the Xbox type of uh, cameras on there, the Connect, which seems intriguing and interesting. Right. But is there something that you like your go to that you always bring with you that has has proved you know you know great results? Yeah, um, I'm kind of the old school girl where I, I, you know, I think a lot of this new stuff is, is pretty cool in that, you know, the connecting that you're talking about and, um, and I forget what the other, um, machine is that actually, you know, it's like $3,000 for that machine yeah. um, that does the same thing. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty cool too. Um, but my whole thing is, is I want to hear their voices, so of course the recorders, and I would love to get a video or a picture of them. Right. You know, whatever you can. So of course you got the videos and the cameras and stuff like that. And so I'm just kind of old school. I that I love to see it and hear it. Oh. Um, it. You know, I, so I mean, it still blows my mind when every time we catch an EVP, I'm like, no, that didn't yeah. happen. It, if it's just, it just seems impossible. 
Um, do you ever use right. FLIR and like uh, full spectrum uh, cameras? Because that could be very interesting. You can kind of get some pretty cool results with that where you're actually visually seeing it. Right. Um, yes. I mean, we, uh, you know, I love um, like the thermals and all that. I mean, I, I, I do like it. I personally don't have any of that equipment. Um, but the groups that I go with, they all have, you know, all of that stuff. So I get to play with it every every now and then. But, yes, I mean, for evidence, right. those are, you know, those are the best. Of course, you could play with all those other ones, with, um, like the REM pod and the K2s and stuff. You can you can play with all of all of that as long as you really know that you're talking to somebody. And, you know, I mean, a lot of people just, oh, my God, it's going off, so it must be a ghost, which, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not, you know. Yep. Um, and that was, that, I think that was your, one of your other questions. Um, oh God. I should, my mind just went blank again. <laughs> it's midweek, everybody. No, um, <laughs> uh, we're it's all with you. <laughs> we're all with you. It's, it's, it, no, it happens all the time. It's just like, you, you know, when we do these shows, it's kind of like the end of the day. You're trying to unwind and then you have to start talking and thinking yeah. again. And you're like, yeah. okay. <laughs> But, but, I was but trying the, to drink some coffee before I talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work out either. But Sherry, the, yeah. the honesty is refreshing because I'm not a tech guy whatsoever. So whenever I do any kind of investigations, I, I, I use zero of these things because I probably wouldn't even know how to turn them on. Um, and I think there's something to be said about a person uh, going into an area uh, with an open mind. And an open heart to see what happens because I think that that kind of electricity really can be as impactful, if not more so, on a very human, uh, you know, emotional level than having three thousand dollars worth of gear lighting up in your hand. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, that's the other thing is that people have to go in there and just kind of just relax and take in all the energy and just take in you know, all your feelings and what you're feeling and, and all that. Now, again, yes, you're going to use your body as a tool also, but, you know, you do need backup. <laughs> you know, you, you do need that scientific <laughs> backup just so you know what you're feeling is, you know, is, is true. Yeah, um, that, that is the thing about these investigations, isn't it? In order to be taken seriously by science, we are going to need proof and documentation. Right. Yeah, it's I mean, a double-edged sword. Yeah, I mean, and but your clients also want that too. That you proof. just can't go in there and this is what I feel, this is what I know, and this is what it is. You know, I mean, you can't really, you know, you need to have that backup and and also um, this is what I want to say with all the, the the disproving and the debunking of everything, um, which I don't know if there's still a lot of teams. I know a lot of teams do that, but they still just walk in and just assume everything um, <laughs> instead of going through all the claims and, you know, try to come up with alternative answers for things that are going on. Um, you know, it's, every, it, it's amazing because every place that they go to is really haunted. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, every, oh every place. I, I, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> every place is either haunted or the, there's a demon. Um, and and, I, yeah, and yeah. Th those people drive me nuts because... Um, yeah. I, I will go so far to say that if it is demonic, you're going to know. There's no games. They're not going to be playing with you like, you know, it is, it's not going to be a little doll or, or whatever. 
they go for the throat. Um, so most of the time, we always say, you know, if you have people who are pissed off in real life, when they die, they don't just lose their pissed offness. They're the same, you know, whatever you want to call them in the, in the past yeah. life, especially if they don't go into the light and they're wandering around. Mm -hmm. Talk about someone like, you know, they're probably looking for a coffee at this point, so they haven't had their coffee or cigarette or whatever <laughs> it is, and they're like, get out of my house. Um, but do you use, um, when you use, you were talking about recorders, do you use uh, ones that have the, um, the voice activated so that at least you're going to catch something that's higher than a whisper? Because I've caught a couple of EVPs that which you kind of have to listen really hard. Verse, and I've also caught the Class A ones. Um, you know, I just use the regular recorders. <laughs> I don't, um, you know, I don't really have any new high tech stuff. No, no, again, it's, myself, it's, you know, it, but uh, you know, but again, the groups that I go with, they all have that, all you know, all the new stuff. They all buy all that stuff. Um, but for me, myself, or whatever, you know, obviously, whatever's um, you know, when we were filming, whatever they have, you know, I just use whatever they have. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't really buy that many, that much stuff. I do have a lot of stuff with me because when you go to events, um, people want to play with these things, you right. know, and, and kind of, you know, see what's going on. So, you know, I definitely have a whole lot of stuff for people to play with. Um, even the flashlights, I'm not a flashlight girl either, but if people want to play with it, go right ahead. You know, it's it's they we're there for them. We're you know right. whatever you want to experience. Well, that's fine. You know, let's let's try all these different techniques. Everybody likes different things, so it's not for me to say what's right, what's wrong. This doesn't work. This does work. It doesn't. It's not. It's not me. It's it's just what I like and what I prefer. Have you ever done any um, cruise ships? I think that's the new craze now. Uh, people going out on these cruise ships for paranormal. Um, um, not uh, yet. Conferences, symposiums. I'm waiting yeah. for an invitation. Yeah. Well, um, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll see who, who's doing it. I think a couple of people that are okay. on, on the crew this time in Mount Washington may be cruise ships uh, investigators. Um, it looks like it, you know, <laughs> friendly with a bunch of them. <laughs> and uh, it looks like they're, it's not just a cruise ship to go down to the Bahamas. Um, they're doing some work there, which is kind of interesting when you're staying in a cruise ship and something even fairly new, and they, they, it's still haunted. Yeah. Uh, well, I but think it's more of the symposium forum kind of conference type of uh, edge that's going on there. I love the idea. I think that would be great to, you know, sell for three days with some of your favorite stars from Paranormal Television. Oh, yeah, I think that would be a great thing to do. Could, um, yeah. But the cherry's going to be in Hawaii, aren't you? Ooh. No. No, no, I, I, no. no. I, you know what? A lot of people are asking me. I'm like, no. But I don't, I think that advertisement that's on there, I think that they were sponsors for for Mount Washington or something oh. like that. Because, yeah, I'm not going to be there. I think um, the other two people that are that are going to Mount Washington, they are. Gosh darn it. Um, you should really go to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, if you I can think, yeah. By default, by default, you should be going to Hawaii. You need to go to Hawaii. If you haven't been there, well, go. Well, 
listen, I, why don't you guys call my agent? <laughs> uh, you know, we'll call your agent so he can become our agent, and then we'll, I'll, get, I'll get everybody to, that trip to Hawaii that we're looking that's for. That's right, that's right. That well-deserved uh, rest and relaxation. Although, Hawaii would be an interesting thing because you have those little those little beings out there, these kind of little creatures out there. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the world of the fairy, and I would love to go to Hawaii to investigate the Menahune. I would love to do that. Oh, I thought you were talking Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> you, you, oh. they, they, they have they have Pele and which they you know and she's fairly active and then they have a couple of they built a highway on a sacred mountain um, and there's since day day one they broke ground there's been problems there um, so it would be really mm-hmm. interesting to see the the whole Polynesian uh, culture slash spirits that would be fantastic I'm gonna oh. call your agent Sherry we're gonna get this trip going thank you and, thank you, know, you. Get the we're kids on board, you know, we'll just bring them over, we'll get like some school teachers to tutor, it'll be fine. <laughs> I, I think that this might be a long weekend, Brian, I don't think this is like a month or two expedition. <laughs> no, it, it needs to be like a month or two expedition. And, um, and the kids are going to the X's, what do you mean? <laughs> 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 That's fine. That's, that's it. That's a good idea. That's the way I'm starting to look at things as well now, too, Sure, I'm glad you brought them up. Um, now, uh, the other thing I want to ask you, so what about some of these high-profile, big-time marquee places that you went to and nothing happens? What do you do in a case like that? Well, you know, if nothing happens, I always tell them, it's, I'm not saying that it's not haunted. I'm just saying that we just didn't catch anything. You know, maybe they right. don't want to talk to me, or maybe, maybe they're just, you know, maybe they're hiding. Maybe, you know, there's, there's no. many things that it could be. Yeah. Um, but we didn't catch anything, unfortunately. Sure. And, you know, that's, but that's why we go in also, um, you know, they, sometimes they like to talk to certain people. So maybe they don't like me, and maybe they'll like you instead. They'll want to talk to you. You know, and, and when we go in, we go in with, you know, two people at a time. So you have your different partners and you kind of, you know, sometimes it's like if Sam and I go in, there are two girls in there. So maybe the guys will talk to us more than yeah. the two guys will go in. You know, right. so you just never know who you're talking to, what kind of energy you bring in to the situation. And um, that's why I do believe that, that, that teens should have males and females. Um, just because you never know who you're going to go into. If there's a little girl, maybe they won't feel comfortable with these guys, you sure. know. And, and sure. you know, so you get you know get a woman in there, and maybe they'll feel more comfortable. And um, yeah, so you, yeah, yeah. You just never that's, know. Th- yeah, that's a great point. Um, I like the idea though. Whenever um, expeditions go, they happen, and nothing happens because that really is the reality of the field. Yeah. It doesn't always happen. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. what I usually do if I'm out and uh, nothing happens, I say, look, ladies, this has never happened before. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> and we're back to the gray areas again. Yeah, it took me a while. I'm like, what? <laughs> Ron Murphy, everybody, try the veal. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be a bananas every Thursday. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, it would be... It's kind of still a good event. You know, you, you may meet up and go to a watering hole afterwards and discuss, or I don't know how they set up. I, you know, some mm-hmm. places will just we, – we have a lot of places in, in New York. Um, they, they have this old restaurant where um, 
the uh, general that that sold the the, the to Benedict Arnold. Uh, well, he was hung around there. It was an old prison. They do these great events. It's, uh, you know, $150 for full course, like nine-course dinner. Um, so there's always something to go on, and there's always drinks for people. I mean, it's it's a fun evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with yeah. your hotel, though, this looks fantastic. I mean, uh, Friday the 13th, how bad can it be? Um, you go right. up there, and everything should be fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, like on Friday, yeah, everybody will um, get together, and it's a meet and greet with all of us there. Um, you know, and then Saturday we have, uh, we have piano. Well, yeah, Saturday we have, uh, Jason and I will have a piano. Um, I think there's a couple other panels. I'm not really sure, but, and then of course the investigation. And then on Sunday, um, everybody else has their panels on Sunday. So it's a three day event. Um, and, um, you know, it's just, I mean, it's a great, 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 great weekend. And it's not very often that Jason and Steve and Dave together, you know, at a lot of these events. So it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I've never got a chance to meet uh, Jason before. I've been on the show a couple times. He's a very, uh, uh, you know, ingratiating person. But I was supposed to be a Mothman with him last year. Uh, but something happened. Unfortunately, I'll be, I, I hope this year I'll be able to cross paths with him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, great guy. They're all just, I mean, super, super down to earth. Very sweet, very nice. Um, you know, when I first got on the show, um, it was just it, intimidating, of course, you know, because you're all of a sudden, like, on a team with these people. Um, but, I mean, the way that they are, it was just, you know, it was just incredible. They're just amazing people, just really sweet, very, very sweet. And and, and they, it's they always on people. On the other hand, I get a little nervous. But. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's always good when you're working with and you have colleagues that are that great and they're friends. You know, it's not like um, yes. oh, let's just bring this guy in, whoever he or she is. Everybody seems to be right. friends. I love that dynamic about this. Um, if if I ever get to meet uh, Jason or even discuss with him, I definitely would like to thank mm-hmm. him because he pioneered this right now. I mean, he is the godfather yeah. of this this investigation. He took the cold check episodes and made them a reality, which is fantastic right. in my book. When, since right. you've been up there, do you do any other like cryptid research at all? Have you ever experienced Bigfoot? Because there are sightings in that area. Um, no. <laughs> I haven't, um, <laughs> no, that, that's... no, you know what, I've, I've, I've never really, um, I've never really been interested in it. Um, you know, I honestly, like all the pictures and stuff, I don't, first of all, I don't believe anything unless I experience it myself. Right. Um, so I don't trust anybody. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously my friends, I, I would trust. Um, but, you know, you, you, you just see so many things. And, and let's go for the paranormal, the, the ghosts. So I just, I need to be there to experience. You can tell me anything. I don't really care. But I didn't take the picture. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. So oh. it's, it's always, you know, eh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> however, I did see a UFO. Ah. And it was now we're getting right to the in dirt. front of me. Yeah, <laughs> so it was right in front of me. So there's like no question about it. It it was a UFO. Was it in that um, area? It wasn't or like st- in the sky or anything. No, I grew up in upstate New York. Ah. Um So in the in the back of my grandmother's house, my grandmother's having a party, and um, her dog was barking like crazy. So I'm looking up 
this little this little little hill. And uh, so a bunch of us, you know, went out there to see what you know what was going on. And so we looked to see what she was looking at. And um, my grandmother had she had um, warehouses and stuff. So the UFO was right over the warehouse, just lingering. I mean, not, you couldn't hear anything. It was nice. just this huge thing over the warehouse, you know. And I didn't see anybody going on, coming up. So I, I, it's not like I saw any aliens. I didn't see anybody doing anything. It was just the machine. And then the, it looked like a, a typical saucer. And then there was um, like circled lights on the bottom. So the lights were being down. Um, and then, you know, and, and there, was, there was a bunch of us out there. There must have been like eight of us that, right. that saw this. So it wasn't just me. And um, and then just all of a sudden, it just it just shut up like it was just gone. That's cool. Um, that is yeah, great. So, yeah. So I believe in UFOs. Absolutely. But <laughs> the aliens. I don't. I mean, somebody's got to be. <laughs> somebody's got to be doing you know, something. I mean, it's. Uh, somebody's got to be driving the machine, right? <laughs> it's so. it's very it's it's a it's an interesting thing. I I agree with you. Um, I've been asked to review a ton of different footage photos mm -hmm. um i wasn't there i don't know what camera you use right. i don't know what your intentions are mm -hmm. i mean th unless you bring yeah, in all the environment foot, like yeah. on the outside right of, of of what you're just watching you know you don't know what's going on on the other side of the picture <laughs> and, and exactly so oh my gosh yeah, yeah there's there's a, a great guy yeah. from upstate new york um i think he's a dog dog walker and he claims to have a bigfoot that his dad shot it's they're the funniest videos i've ever seen on youtube the guy's out of his mind but it's fantastic um we yeah. actually are, are what a great way to kind of go and and i know the time has run out but we're about three minutes left on the show and i can't thank you enough for being on but uh ron mm -hmm. another question before we go or do three minutes you know what? I am absolutely stunned being in the presence of Sherry. So there's really, I mean, I'm tongue-tied at this point. Uh, there's nothing more that I can say, you know, exp just expressing myself the way that I have tonight. But Sherry, I'm hoping sometime over the summer I get a chance to see you. And I know that you laughed at my proposition last time that I, that I queried you about this. I said, Sherry, do you know what we should do? And you said, what? And I said, we should have a vampire tour of New England. Yes. And then you said, ah, Jerry, yeah. I'm telling you, Jerry, listen, Jerry, this is gold. This yeah. is gold right here. Yeah. Vampires listen, and ghosts. You can, you can, yeah, I, you know what? I, I laughed, but then I thought of it. And I'm like, yes. this is kind of cool. I don't, I don't, you know, it's something else that I can maybe get into and just try to see for myself what you're talking about. Sherry, <laughs> I will show you. Yeah what I'm talking mm -hmm. about because last year a book came out called On Vampires which I wrote and it really mm -hmm. delves into the mythos of uh, of the vampire lore in the New England area especially uh, in Massachusetts and Rhode Island and I'm just saying that I'm thinking that these poor people that they were you know accused of being um, uh, vampires were actually um, basically victims of uh, tuberculosis and I would think that we would be able to do a vampire tour to actually talk to the victims, the the, the departed souls of those people that were accused of being vampires. Sounds like a plan. 
It, it sounds like an amazing plan, Sherry. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to have to revisit this when we have a little bit more time. Sherry, but, uh, it's been an absolute yes. pleasure. I wish we had two hours with you tonight. <laughs> uh, it's mm. been great. Uh, I've been I've been trying to have you on the show now for uh, yeah. about eight years now, and uh, <laughs> just, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, but you know, thank you. Yes. I could not ask for a better guest to be on. I know, and I just, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. I just wanted to say that. thank you, and I appreciate it. And good luck. You know, with with your new station, I it's Parax Radio. Parax, yes, Parax. I think it's going to yeah. be great yeah. luck. But uh, Ron, I think yeah. you really need to make a trip up to Mount Washington Friday the thirteenth. I th- I think I probably uh, am not going to be able to do that, unfortunately, this time. Oh. But whenever Sherry appears again, I shall be there. I promise to do. I'll be there in spirit. Oh, check that out in spirit. How about that? I will be there in spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Play on words, sir. Play on words. Well, we're about um, 50 seconds to go. I I know. I have to be the timekeeper and the goalie at this point. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I'm the one that yelled at. So this is the point now where I say thank you very much for being on the show. All of our little listeners whom I call goblins, I am sure absolutely adore you as much as I do. And I am going to uh, bid you adieu. But guess what, folks? There is this show, which is a brand new show that Brian and I do every week. And Brian, what happens on Friday? On Friday, we do uh, some of the Goblin archives. We're going to go deep into the Goblin Forest and pulling out a lot of interviews for you to listen to. And I believe it's That's from right. 10 to 11 p.m. on Paradise Radio. I believe the best of Brian and Ron. Yes. And I assure you that years to come, this interview will be played on the Best of Show. 100%. Sherry, thanks a lot for being with us. Thank you guys very much. All right, Goblins, we'll see you next time inside the Goblin Universe. Good night. The concept of shape-shifting is ingrained on our psyche, lurking in our collective unconscious and stalking our nightmares. Crypto guru Ronald Murphy tracks the dogmen through history, beginning with the hunt in the dim beginnings of the human race and follows the tenuous tracks of the werewolf to the modern age. This compelling study seeks the monster in all of us, but more importantly shows the readers the man behind the wolf. On Dogman is available on Amazon.com. There are things that are unexplained, things that linger along the edges of reality. Often, they leave trails to follow many of which lead to darkened rooms and stairways that can take you, if you dare, only to one place, the Basement Files. I found it at last! Marla's Sacred Cauldron. This is the legendary artifact that has been whispered about in hushed tones for hundreds of years, and now it's mine! All mine! (laughs) (laughs) Who dares defile the sanctity of my castle walls? 
Step away from the cauldron, you impertinent, muddy metal maltworm. Never! I've spent half my lifetime trying to discover your age-old secret of stirring the cauldron. Oh, for Merlin's sake, that's no deep, dark secret. Just tune into the Para-X Radio Network Thursday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern for more cauldron stirring than you can shake a wand at. Oh, well, uh, in that case, I, I guess I don't need to take up any more of your time, so I, I guess I'll be going. Not just yet. We've got a little unfinished business to take care of. That's Stirring the Cauldron with Marla Brooks every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Para-X Radio Network.